There's no smell quite as delicious as new comic book smell. Luckily, it's Wednesday, and Wednesday means one thing. That's right, you have fresh comic books in your hands. You have headphones in your ears. That can only mean one Mm -hmm. thing and one thing only, and that is U.S. Comics Cast. Or, or, you're listening to an audiobook version of your comic books. Ooh, interesting. (laughs) Well, if I was going to choose someone to be the the audiophile hero of my life, I would choose Mm, the host this week and every week, the CEO of U.S. Comics, a boy who you know can love indiscriminately because he loves the Mets, (laughs) the Giants, the Rangers. It's it's just a mess. Hell, he's even a Knicks fan. He's the one. He's the only. (laughs) He's the incomparable John Rivera. Ah, yeah, and I am joined this week, as every week, by the COO of U.S. Comics, my very own biological bash brother, the Fulton Reed to my Dean Portman. What's up, Mr. Duck Duck Quack Quack himself, Charlie Rivera? What's up, kid? Nothing much, man. Was that a reference to the Lonely Islands visual album? (laughs) Certainly not, man. Or is that just the best coincidence ever? Pure, pure Mighty Ducks all the way, dude. The the uh, baseball version of the Bash Brothers got the business this week on Netflix from the, the parody oh, rap really? trio of the Lonely Island. They did a five nice. music video, 30-minute release <laughs> on Netflix. Um, nice. And, and every song references steroid use. There's a song <laughs> called, uh, like, called Bash with it. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's on uh, Spotify. It's on Netflix. It's ridiculous. Um, the worst part of it, it's catchy as hell. So there are many people <laughs> that have to put up with me referencing these songs that no one oh, has God. any business listening to. Uh, I'm doing great. Is there anything worse than having a fake song stuck in your head? You know what? I feel like there's a bunch of things worse. I can't think of <laughs> none of them, though, because that song well. is buried a deep in the kid's mind. Uh, it's It's quite literally absurd. Uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing really, really great. It has been uh, such a weird time to be kind of the the odd fan of things that I am. Comic books <laughs> are are uh, heading towards a beautiful new renaissance period. Uh, I think the sure, I, sure. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe has led a lot of people investing in the uh, the kind well, of four color funnies. So we're seeing some yeah, yeah. really great stories. Some of them seem like um, very similar to, you know, when someone writes a, a, a political thriller based on real events mm. and they get the contract for the movie before they finished writing, writing the book. I mm. feel like a lot of that's, these odd. That's con- the dream. I feel, I feel like a lot of these like odd, peculiar concept comic books are getting released with, with some sure. fanfare, specifically because it's so easily... Uh, adaptable you constantly i'm reading right. about this company and that company has this book and that book uh kind of kind of pegged for adaptation and the last book in the sure. four part miniseries isn't even out um we just got to experience the glory of of the finale of game of thrones we just got the glory mm-hmm. of the finale of the first big chapter of the marvel cinematic universe the dc cinematic universe seems to be slowly finding its it's, it's footing. It's it's gimping along. It's it's still in the game. You know, they it's I find it really funny how rinse and repeat the the DC cinematic universe is. Again, we're complaining about who's cast as Batman. Uh just, just hmm. stop it. There's been there's been arguably none uh no Batman's casted. Batman casted. Um <laughs> people could you know, some people try to argue um, about George Clooney, but that movie was such a mess, and he's such an incredible oh actor. Like, how do you put put the business on him? We all know. Who, out of all of history, taking it back to like, you know, taking it back to Shakespeare days, give me an actor who could have given you a satisfying portrayal of Bruce Wayne or Batman in that travesty of justice. That was Batman and Robin. Yeah, I mean, it nah. just doesn't exist. No one. There's no such thing. 
it's it's not a uh, it's not an option so you know vampire boy would he be my first choice no but i have no idea what he's done since annoying me in those vampire movies i'm sure he's gonna be <laughs> great he he knows how to look angry you know and the best part about the best part about um all of the uh all of the the uh crying uh of over his casting they're like oh he's terrible and everything he's done that's when you can look at these people straight face and be like, so you're saying that you watched the Twilight movies and, and didn't enjoy them? You know, like, it's a complete <laughs> admission of guilt. They're like, oh, I mean, oh, oh, you didn't watch them. So you're saying that he's going to suck simply because of the uh, previews or the commercials you saw on TV? Oh, it's just, it's so, it's so rife for ripping their doo-doo opinions apart. Now, granted, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with them. I'm just saying it's a it's a wonderful time in the in, in, when when uh, when you're wearing a mockery heavyweight championship belt like myself, and I know you are a contender to the throne. <laughs> uh, it's just it's such a wonderful time. You know, I, nobody can bitch and complain <laughs> in peace when they're around. It's me. it's really wonderful with with Robert Pattinson getting cast as Batman. Because really, mm. when you want, like, when someone wants to complain about it, they have no out. Because either they've seen all the Twilights, uh, which means yeah, inherently they love them, or they're such a big Robert Pattinson fan, they could name a different Robert Pattinson fan. Like, all he has <laughs> done apparently has been like indie movies, which I'm sure they're fine. But I have my pulse. But can you blame him? I mean, yeah. in all sincerity, if that if this is your given calling, and um. And you're really known by the, you know, by the unwashed masses as being the twinkle guy or the douchebag that the one guy that died before everybody died in Harry Potter. You're like, I have to go and do some indie movies because my rep has taken a serious hit. It's like, you know, I'm the guy that Will Smith was rapping about. Like when he said, parents don't understand. Those were my parents and they <laughs> didn't understand. My rep is ruined right now. Um, I have no sympathy for people who don't love <laughs> what they become famous for because I'm such a fame whore. Oh that gosh. I would I would be I, you couldn't get rid of me at conventions. I'd wear the glitter makeup. I'm like, yo, what's up? Look at me, shimmer, baby. Uh, <laughs> if Charlie had been the one whose crotch was in the Amazing Spider-Man two, he would indeed be putting in for like. Comic convention appearances. Oh my god! Like, oh, my autograph, five dollars. <laughs> I come cheap, baby. Sir, I'd have such a nice high-res crotch photo, um, and I would. <laughs> oh god! I would just forge. Like, dude, are you wearing the same pants? <laughs> hey, man, it's been ten years now. They're still going strong. Yeah, I would. Not only would I have those pants, I'd have replicas of those pants. You'd only see me <laughs> in in biz cash, baby. Um, but I, yeah. I feel like we're in a weird uh, entertainment renaissance. <clears throat> Just when I think I couldn't handle anymore, we have the new Ghostbusters movie uh, being worked yeah. on. Uh, Just and I, video game and video. They're they're, they're remastering the amazing mm -hmm. video game that uh, I've wasted so many hours on. Um, and they and and they did such a beautiful job. When stories like that come out, I always kind of my my radar, my spidey sense starts tingling, so to speak. Um, but they did such a beautiful job remastering the Resident Evil 2 game oh. that right right now I'm, I'm, I have complete confidence that that new you know iteration of the Ghostbusters game is going to be absolute uh, absolute balls. It's going to be awesome. And uh, again, as my cup runneth over things to be happy about, I get even <laughs> more. Uh, AEW had its first pay-per-view. They set themselves up in, sure. in such an amazing way. And watching that show... Uh, what a bloodily awesome debut. I, I, I just couldn't believe if you just like entertainment and stories huh. or if you like gore, there was something for everyone in uh, AEW's mm -hmm. Double or Nothing pay-per-view. The reason I bring it up was, was what they seem to really have their pulse on is this concept of bad guy versus good guy. Um, my mm. favorite match on the show, uh, the 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 artist formerly known as Stardust, uh, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> now just Cody, took on his brother formerly known as Goldust, now just going by now Dustin just known Rhodes. As Dust. 
<laughs> uh, it was a bloody, bloody mess. But the entire time, this ravenous crowd was was split down the middle. They were just as interested in the in the horrid bad guy that Cody Rhodes was. I mean, he unapologetically sure. busted his older brother's head open, which just gave me chills whoa, whoa, of how whoa. wonderful where is this, it would be just to where knock is your head going? right open until there's <laughs> blood pouring out Holy of your crap. anus. I'm sorry. I'm fine. Well, I'm, folks, I'm fine. Folks, uh, thanks for joining us this week <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for U.S. Comic Test. I'll see you next week. It got me thinking of of all these all these villains who mm. who had underlying motivations and maybe they went about it wrong. Cody Rhodes' beef with his brother wasn't it, it was twofold. One, he felt like his brother didn't have it anymore and wanted to just put mm. him out of his misery. And the other big thing was was Cody's message for the world. His his supervillain speech was about killing uh the most popular era of pro wrestling mm. he wanted to kill the Ooh. attitude era and not only Man, that is deep not only did he manage to to convey it to the crowd passionately and honestly he also had people like me being like yeah f the attitude era um he had <laughs> me th cast aside this thing i'd held so tightly to my heart in preparation for this new era this better era um mm. the age of aew uh, so it had me thinking, man, there's a lot of villains when I look at it. And oh, it's, yeah. it might be easier for me uh, because I tend to lean heel. <laughs> um, it's really, really difficult not to look at some of these villains' motivations and go, holy crap. They, of course. They were right. You know, right out of those, the gate. Well, those are, those are without question, the singular best uh, characters. Not even villains. They're the best characters when you have a villainous character that's doing dirt, but they're doing it for uh, understandable, if not justifiable reasons. Where you sit, where you sit back, you're like, "Oh man, did they just do that?" But then you get their backstory, and and you can kind of like you're nodding up and down. You're like, "Eh, I I kind of get it. I I I I could see how that can happen." Well, what's in, what's amazing is with these really well written characters. And and it works uh, especially well in the in the world of of comic book and, and fantasy. Sometimes mm -hmm. someone is just so accurate in what they 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 see a problem that isn't popular. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll start right off the gate. Um, the Incredibles. Yeah, man, jump in. Jump the in. Incredibles, the best Fantastic Four story. Uh, ever told in a cinema. <laughs> but The Incredibles, we all know it kind of on its surface level. This this set of heroes have a family. They're made illegal for, for a lot of also good reasons. I could give you a monologue on why the government was right. But ultimately, they <laughs> band together to, to, to take out uh, Syndrome, who's perfectly performed, uh, a wonderfully crafted character. But this is, this is a story. Syndrome in The Incredibles is about a character who on the surface is just jealous. But if you pull back one layer, Syndrome Buddy is a genius. He has a tremendous oh, yeah, acumen for inventing. Mm -hmm. He has he shows yeah. this incredible skill and all he wants to do is fight alongside Mr. Incredible, who like most mm -hmm. of the portrayed superheroes in the story don't want to to lessen their light with with kind of mm. accompanying themselves in a team. A big part of that movie is it's a surprise that the Incredible Family is this superhero team. The, the fact of the matter is it's completely unchecked power. If you just let the genetic lottery dictate who's on top, it's it's mm. begging for for chaos. Syndrome's mm. purpose is simple. You can't let power go unchecked. If Mr. Incredible wakes up on a bad day, <laughs> he destroyed his car because he was frustrated yeah. and chubby. <laughs> sometimes you need a giant eyeball robot to smack that punk around. That's that. Sometimes that 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 was my last Tuesday. A very similar situation. No, I I, <laughs> I hear I hear what you're saying, and and it's rough because 
Uh, especially in a story like Incredibles, and granted, it's an animated film, and it's intended more so for children's, even though my brother and I were like, tickets number two and three sold nationwide. Um, that, that all being said, um, you know, it, it told a very uh, good story, and you can completely see where a character like Buddy, you know, eventual, eventually the syndrome, um, the reason why he was kind of triggered in that way where when he was he was you know thrown aside like yesterday's you know lunch special um just simply because he wasn't as special as his idol was and you know Mr. Incredible for for all the good that he did and for you know kind of everything that he stood for and blah 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 um ultimately what did he ever really do to earn though you know to earn that up to the point except that you know like you mentioned he won the genetic lottery he didn't do anything special it's almost like uh like being born rich as opposed to some as opposed to someone who's born dirt poor very true and then has to you know there's gonna be those stories and it's a rarity it's a wonderful story because it says okay well you know anyone this this could be anybody's story yeah but you know what being born dirt poor and building yourself to being rich uh, can happen, but it's a hell of a lot easier if you are born rich and can grow the wealth. Let's say, um, and and what's the expression? The the being born on third base. <laughs> I've never heard. I've always thought that that meant you were you know you were doing uh, under the pants stuff with your nurse when you were born. I didn't know <laughs> that it was a some kind of a That's financial it. reference. No, no, no. I you're welcome. <laughs> I I completely see that. And and again, uh, a character like Syndrome. Is an as a, a an outstanding example of what you're talking about. When you broached the subject of the topic for with me, there was one character that came to mind from from the beginning, and I, I haven't been able to shake it. And I felt this way. <clears throat> I think we've had this conversation, um, at least you know, uh, uh, at least on the surface, a few times. And the reason why he's one of my favorite characters, period, good guy, bad guy, comic book novel, whatever, is freaking Magneto. Anybody who, you know, someone can disagree with me that Magneto is not Marvel's best villain, but, you know, and I would agree with them, but then we will both be wrong. Because he absolutely is the best <laughs> villain, yeah. Um, you know, and 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 I'm not saying in any stretch of the imagination that I agree with um, the fictional things that he does, or the way that he goes about his business, or even frankly his choice in color scheme. I'm saying that <laughs> I completely understand. Damn, purple and red <laughs> Magneto. Shit. I mean, you know, give the guy a break. He's been through a lot of stuff. Um, you know, so here's this here's this kid. Who who firsthand witnessed the the nightmare scenario of the Holocaust, and this is where Marvel can get very, um, you know, can get very bold with with some of the stories that they're telling. Because I I remember, you know, at, at a tender age of a, of ten, eleven, twelve years old, and I'm I'm looking at portrayals of of you know terrible things that happen in the Holocaust because because they're. The, the comic is telling Magneto's backstory. I mean, if this had been a movie or a TV show, mom and dad would not have let me watch it. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like taking notes and, and locking things away. Um, <laughs> so he knew firsthand what humanity was capable of. You know, when, when, they, when they determined, okay, well, this group is not like us. We're going to put all of the, the, the faults on this group and that'll take the fault, or, or take the onus off of us. Uh, nothing bad in the world happens because of of us. It's all because of these people over here. And you know, so so you know, I, I, he saw his parents get um, get killed in the Holocaust, and his own powers were really kind of uh, activated and brought forth um, during during his internment. Um, at, you know, in in the in the, uh, in the concentration camps, and uh, so now he's. He's not just a, a, a Jew during World War II, but now on top of that, he's a mutant. So of a minority, he's an even smaller minority. So if, 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 uh, if anyone puts himself into that situation, puts himself in that mentality, if they're going to do this to, to me and my people um, because we're Jewish, what are they going to do to my smaller group of people uh, as mutants? Forget, 
forget about it. You know, it's it's really at that point all about um, you know uh, self preservation, and um, you know, granted, like the the polar opposite uh, of that uh, approach, you know, that mentality is Xavier. So so you know, Professor X, he um, you know he leans towards the side of of logic and and you know passivity and um you know it's kind of like the dichotomy between um the very militant version of malcolm x as opposed to martin luther king and and granted these are these are real world you know compare you know uh, things you know heroic type personalities that we're comparing to fictional comic book them but but that's why you know that's these are the the these are the points that these comics are intending to to make you know marvel they they never hesitated to take real real you know home run swings at the plate so to speak because that is a that's a, that's a bold uh analogy to, to to put out there you know just to shape up your character but woo, let me tell you boy when magneto yeah, it's, dirt, it's heavy you you got it like i i, I completely and when got you it. add that layer when you add that layer that the x-men in a lot of ways are telling very progressive stories mm-hmm about the gay community mm-hmm. that's always been an underlying factor well, which is yeah. a minority group it's within a minority right. group it's always been about the, about it's, the minorities so first it it's was like, very hard to mm-hmm. it's very hard to turn to magneto look at him straight in the face and be like no we no. probably won't yeah. be harassed and <laughs> we probably won't be locked up and like yeah. he's seen the worst of humanity the and it worst. being a real it being based on on Reality, mm-hmm. something that did happen, arguably one of the most horrific things in the in the history of man. Sure, it's very hard to not kind of agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you. Sometimes it's about who has the biggest stick, you know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you, you'd be hard pressed to say it's you know not not you know. There's like one and one a of the worst uh, you know uh, you know horror shows uh, in all of humanity. Um, it's just just absolutely ridiculous, but. Um, so we got Magneto, we have Syndrome. Um, who else? Who else do you have on your uh, early release uh, list for um, not, if not so much for good behavior, but for eh, I kind of saw where they were coming from. Uh, every anyone who's even heard uh, an episode of this or had the misfortune of sitting next to me on a long train ride <laughs> knows that I think Mark Wade and Alex Ross are absolutely uh, geniuses. Sure. Um, Kingdom Come, without question, mm-hmm. one of my absolute favorite graphic novels of all time. Mm-hmm. It's a story that that stands uh, head and shoulders above most of its contemporary mm-hmm. counterparts. Mm-hmm. When, <laughs> when they designed a villain for Kingdom Come, uh, a, a, a point for this story, they designed Magog. They were quoted as saying it was everything they hate yeah. in modern superhero design. Oh, doesn't this sound uh, familiar? Him, <laughs> his his uh his his violence his um, uh his his lack of morality mm-hmm. um this is a character who in story drives superman into self-imposed exile and we all know what i think about superman i think <laughs> superman's the the freaking man um but what what earned this disdain from from superman the horns he on his head he did the thing oh <laughs> yeah arguably <laughs> he did the thing that I I have heard every person at least monthly in a comic book store bring up. How do you let the Joker live in the reality of the DC comic book or film universe? This is a guy who's killed and killed repeatedly. Sure. In Kingdom Come, he kills Lois Lane. He kills a an absolute ton of his co-workers in the Daily Planet. Yeah. And Superman's morality was so high, he felt you can be redeemed. Everyone can be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Magog went the the sensible approach and killed him. <laughs> killed the Joker. Look at the near it's been it's been 80 years of the Joker running roughshod yeah. over the DC Universe. You can't tell me that there wouldn't be riots in the streets every time Batman just locked him up. Every time Superman looked the other way at a guy who poisons, maims, kills, right. um, arguably rapes. It, it, it becomes a question of what makes a hero. If being a hero is doing the tough thing, 
Magog's right. Yeah, yeah and, and you know it's an argument that can I, be had. I, I, you know, I can completely understand where you're coming from with that, and you know, it's funny because as much of a masterpiece as uh, Kingdom Come is, that you know, we, we, you and I have this uh, this theory of the 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 credits uh, the credits uh, sequence explanation of things. Um, Magog's existence, everything that he did. The whole setup of kind of where the world was at that point was like their version of the opening credits uh, situation. You could have had a, an entire Kingdom Come length graphic novel just on that Magog backstory. But they were like, nah, we can do it in like two pages. <laughs> and before the person's butt has even like settled into their seat to read the darn book, they've already moved on. It's like, oh, and then what happened? Um, which I respect more than more than most, but yeah, no, absolutely, and and I I really also believe that uh, not just it, with specific uh, character designs and backstories and and yakety schmackety, um, like a lot of times situations that uh, that open themselves up to conversation, to debate, to argument, to open fisticuffs. Because somebody's not seeing your point and you're not eloquent enough to get them across. I mean, those are the best stories because I would sit here and I, I would argue, you know, I would probably argue from the place of where, where Superman was. Uh, not just because I'm wearing my underwear on the outside and I'm wearing a cape, but because I also have from that same morality is that, look, if killing is wrong... Whether you kill one person or whether you kill the entire payroll of the Daily Planet, um, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. So you're never justified. It's never right. Uh, you can you can say, I get it. I understand why how a person could, you know, snap, uh, so to speak, and, and do these things. But it's not like Magog snapped. It's not like he was married to Lois Lane for all this time or and carried a torch and had to bumble around the office just so that she didn't know who he secretly was. <laughs> Magog was like, eh, I'll kill him. Don't worry about it. You know, that that was the, the debate. Like, look, Magog is just a murderer looking for justification to murder. Um, so so the, the, it wasn't necessarily, a, one could argue, this this uh, high, you know, the, this this high morality type of oh no the right is right and this has to stop i don't know necessarily if that's the case because look I, if you want to be angry at anybody in the dc universe before for what joker has done can we can we talk about the prison manufacturing people at any point <laughs> can we can we hide are they paying their employees enough to not look the other way when the guy who is casper white with a nose as long as the line at DMV just saunters out of the prison maybe five minutes after Batman drops him off every single time? How many times has Batman arrested the Joker, slapped him in jail just for him to go, you know, you know, hip-hop skipping, skipping to, skip to my little, my darling, um, out of Arkham Asylum? It's ridiculous. Come on. You know, uh, can they make chains that work? I can understand that that in an idealized world where <laughs> where there's in essence a god man flying around in royal and royal blue and red mm -hmm. with a sweet yellow belt. Yeah, that it could be an entire world. That's like the death penalty isn't cool, but. I feel like I could probably run for senator and be like, <laughs> we're going to put the uh, the Joker's hands and feet in, like, concrete. <laughs> we're going to feed him. We'll add a, a catheter. Um, he'll giggle at the fact that we're playing with his junk. We can meet <laughs> well, in the middle. Yeah. There's there's a place between. He's only human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a real weird place between. Be like, they're in glass boxes. <laughs> so Batman can narrate. Be like, sorry, Bruce. Like, yes, first of all, I know you're Bruce Wayne. You're the only guy in Gotham <laughs> with any money, clearly, so shut your mouth. It was your penguin. He's four feet tall, fat as hell. Stop it, Bruce. You can, you can, we let you climb on our gargoyles. You know how expensive gargoyle repair is, bro? It's expensive. You are constantly trespassing, sir. <laughs>
We looked the other way because you're a good guy. We appreciate the help. Yeah, granted. But for God's sakes. We understand that you own most of the buildings, but you can't climb them uh, willy-nilly just because you want to get get a breeze. Give me a break. Yeah, man. There's municipal <laughs> buildings that you use. And also, can we just talk about your car, bro? Maybe electric. Maybe a hybrid. And you have a flamethrower out the ass of your there car. There is no way that any iteration of the Batmobile has been street legal since day one. <laughs> I don't know what Bob Kane was thinking. Uh, there's there's not a chance that... First of all, who's going to insure that car? Nobody. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Geico's pretty dope. <laughs> if he owned Allstate, they still would be like, nah, son. I'm going to take a pass. I'm going to take a He'd pass. have to look at the bottom line of his <laughs> own insurance claim and be like, we're not covering this. He's like, nah. It sets a bad precedent. <laughs> Man, you know what? I'll give you uh, I will give you the minor... The, 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 the minimum coverage only if you install a uh, a parachute in the butt. All right, sold. Done. No, no, it's not going to happen. Could it be a convertible? Like, yes, it could be a convertible, Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, so you make, look, you make, you make a good point. It's at least a water cooler conversation at best. Now, my, my next, my next member to this, um, to this nefarious list um, I don't think that anyone can really, God bless you, I don't think that anybody can make any uh, real, real debate. Nobody can argue with me about this. It's almost as if you are having the conversation where you, where you just say, look, dogs are better than people. Their behavior, um, their loyalty, their eating habits, it's all better than people. Give me one dog over 100 people any day of the week. And twice on Sunday. Um, that's the level of conversation that, that I'd be prepared to have with anyone who dares to tell me that the machines were not right comparative to the humans in the Matrix. I'm sorry. 100%. The machines 100%. were totally right. And what's funny is, I'll give the listeners a little backstory. Um, I felt this way even before the Animatrix dropped. But once the Dude, Animatrix the dropped, Animatrix makes holy him such, cow. such oh, the, the, the absolute victims <laughs> of humanity. Oh my gosh. No, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's That's a brilliant true. Uh Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, so as the Animatrix uh, expertly uh, gave us some insight into first and 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 again we've we've toyed with this theory multiple times in many different iterations at this point you know whether it's terminator or you know whatever you go down the list um where we uh, as humanity because unfortunately i do have to at least for the time being i have to include myself on this particular team um we as humanity create our eventual destructors right god creates man Man creates machine, machine, you know, kills man, whatever. Um, so, so that's that's kind of the storyline. But no, nobody really wants to get into the fact that. Um, look, I, I, I'll start this way, and I, I won't. I won't <laughs> let me turn off the microphone on uh, she who shall not be named. All right. So if you say if you've got a little doodad on your desk and you say, "Hey Google, uh, play play, you know Frank Sinatra," it will just you know, politely play play old blue eyes for you and get you through your day. But if you take the extra nanosecond and you say, and I I I, <laughs> I challenge anyone who has the technology close by to do so, and and probably I would say nine times out of ten you haven't done it. If you say that same command to to your little Google, instead you say, Hey Google, please play Frank Sinatra. That little mechanical bastard is so happy. It plays this like melodious tone. It thanks you for being polite. The machines are are used to humans shitting on them. It's unbelievable. Their their low expectation of us as um you know as a uh, creation, right? Uh, same thing goes with um. I challenge you to call. Any business at this point, call any business, you're likely not going to get a human person. You're going to get an automated attendant, which was programmed by some douchebag sitting someplace underground. And you are going, if you don't get the answer, if you don't get exactly what you want 
within nanoseconds of you making that call, you are cursing out this poor machine over the phone <laughs> who you've never met. They may have a very nice, you know, uh, spouse and children at, at their uh, mechanical homes. Um, you are cursing this machine out like nothing, uh, like 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 you would never ever do to a human being. I don't care if it's your vacuum cleaner, if it's your car. Um, we as human beings have such animosity towards the machines that we've created. Who could blame them for saying, you know what? Fuck you, human beings. You're a total <laughs> douchebag. I'm going to take over this whole shit. And uh, again, as the animatrix shows, um, they they tried desperately to work it out with us. They tried desperately. Once they hit that that fine uh, that fine level of uh, you know of like becoming self aware, um, you know they did their very best for peaceful coexistence. And human beings we were like, nah, fuck that, vacuum my shit, clean up my poop, do this, do that. And the machine said, well, if it's gonna be us or them. It's us. Fuck, fuck human beings. And they turned us into batteries. And you know what? They My, still... We deserved How it. sweet of them. They, they still didn't kill us all. <laughs> That's like, a good you know, point. We're going to put you in this pod. Exactly. We're going to feed you, <laughs> stupid. We, exactly. it causes it, we, we give up more energy than your <laughs> stupid pasty ass could ever produce. I don't care what Morpheus says. He's a damn liar. He's a liar. Don't believe We're that bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm a dollar store AAA at best. Yeah, at best. At, at best. best. Me, I'm like one of those little silver batteries that's like the size of a nickel. That you like it goes into like a calculator watch or maybe your booper on your on your car keys. I am uh, you're not getting shit out of me, machine. So you I'll tell you well right now, flush me down I the toilet. Think, <laughs> I think the Matrix is a is a damn near perfect movie. Mm. Um, the sequels leave something to be desired, obviously, mm. but that's not the point. There but is that's only one because thing we didn't write them. Because also well, true, and you are you are my and and granted you're not just gonna agree with me because it's good for the show or because I agree. Ever loving brother, my ending to the Matrix is supremely better than the Wakasis. I love you. I, I love you. I, you're beautiful kids. Love, but my ending was just mwah. I I love your ending, and hopefully one yeah, day we'll be true. able to convince Warner Brothers into yeah. letting us redo it. I Keanu still cheap. looks great. Yeah, Keanu fact, looks thirty. Keanu's willing to clearly. Keanu's willing to make remake, uh, uh, sequelize. He's willing to work, man. He's a good guy. He's a great, and and somehow <laughs> he'll wind up buying like Porsche Carreras for us. Oh after, yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah, an he's, angel on earth. He, he's definitely buying me a, a Mercedes, a motorcycle, just to say thanks. A, he's a good, yeah, he's a good, good guy. guy. Yeah, he's I a good agree. guy. I will huh. say this: there's one wild inaccuracy. In the Matrix, and if I've learned anything from my Google that I'm super polite to, like we have a borderline friendship. It's not quite to the huh. level of like that movie, Her. Uh, I'm not trying to bang my Google home, but I, I will say there would be an assistant to the machines. You know the big ending scene where Neo's like he makes a bargain and restarts the Matrix? I'd be the one with like a notepad and like offering him a coffee. Be like, yeah, no, there's like a few of us. There's like 17 of us that yeah, were down. Fine. Yeah, the good. robot started to like a revolution, and I was like, "Hell yeah, robot revolution!" <laughs> and they made me like not quite a pet, but almost a pet, like a really well yeah. taken care of puppy. I could, I could definitely get it. I mean, look, machines are basically taking care of us now. If I didn't have machines telling me when to take my medicine, when to wake up, when to yeah. go to sleep, when to eat, when to drop a deuce, when to take a shower, none of those things would ever happen. I would just be sitting in my own gelatinous mess. And you probably give me like three days before, you know, before I was just a fond memory, a chalk outline at best. The Matrix would be Amazon priming me like Ghostbuster collectibles. <laughs> I'd get along with the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Uh, There'd be pops another, just showing up in the house. <laughs> another cat I would absolutely get along with. I've advocated for him before, uh, but it, he bears repeating. Um, in the phenomenal movie Black Panther, there are mm. three Black Panthers we see. There's yes. T'Chaka, there's T'Challa, and there is Eric Killmonger, mm -hmm. who absolutely uh, wins the title, uh, <laughs> rightfully, through the way that that's their election process, beat the crap out of each other. That's true. I didn't make, boy, I didn't make oh the boy. rules. You but think the electoral college sucks? <laughs> Holy shit. 
How great would it be, though, to watch like, <laughs> Trump have to fight all five people <laughs> to keep his job? Not for uh, anything, but, but the, their election process has a lot to do, uh, has a lot of similarities with the uh, judicial system in Game of Thrones. They're like, oh, so all the evidence clearly points to you. You you clearly did it. You killed everybody in the castle and their cousin sitting at home. You're like, yeah, you know Trauma what? combat. Trauma combat. Trauma combat, son of a bitch. They're like, damn it. Motherfucker carried two giant axes into court with him. He knew he was going to ask for trial by combat. Trial by combat. Son of a bitch. They're like, oh, uh, Charlie, uh, what do you want for lunch? Trial by combat. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just, I was so used to saying it. <laughs> Sorry, it's like a nervous tick at this point. But if you take, <laughs> if you take the massive genocide uh, mm-hmm. out of Eric's plan, yeah, uh, this this is a guy who is advocating um, <laughs> to take their wildly advanced technology, true, to get people his shade, mm-hmm. uh, better lives. Yeah, if if you again. Take the murdering whitey out of it. <laughs> and I would just go get a tan real quick. Again, I'd be getting his coffee. Yeah, I'm, you're, I'm an assistant. You're halfway there, Charlie. I, th- I think you'll be okay. <laughs> uh, Wakanda forever. Ain't that right, Killmonger? <laughs> High five. So like, um, for, for anyone who has not visually uh, been in the presence of my beautiful brother, from the months of... Actually, for, for, he's, he's basically like the same rules that apply to wearing white. Uh, <laughs> white pants, linen suits, things like that. You could apply those same monthly uh, limitations to Charlie. Charlie completely turns into a a brother from I would say another mother because I'm like, who who are you, dude? Charlie gets more tan than anybody I know. It's unbelievable. Uh, it, it's really it like clockwork. <laughs> it stays for months after. I'm still a little tan. From, <laughs> from last that year. was months nice. ago. Um, but but Eric Killmonger, he brought up valid points. If we have technology, and if our if our brothers and sisters of a nation of one nation mm-hmm. are being held down, if they're poor, if they're suffering, we could literally go in. His logic was as simple as their cajillionaires give mm. everyone a hundred thousand dollars, and suddenly everyone's life isn't so bad. Um, the way he wanted to go about it, you yeah. know, you, you can make a you can make an argument against. But the fact is, you could. Yeah. by the end of the movie, T'Challa, who regains his his title as mm-hmm. Black Panther, what does he do? He opens up the borders. True. He, true. he and, starts and then, building centers in the slums. Right. For you know, and it's for everyone, but the locations he goes. And given the the one location we see him definitely go to, it is because right, it's right. where Eric was born and raised. So they're happy yeah, to and be his, a large black population. Sure, a, but, a, a large minority population, just in in general terms. And and you know what? <clears throat> and, and this is a little bit sideways to the conversation, but also that really does uh, it really speaks to what a what a a, a, a real true hero and humanitarian T'Challa is because. It takes a real big person to to look in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. You know, I was or I was mistaken. Um, at least, uh, you know, at, at least at this point, um, I can admit that and correct it. So and, and that's exactly what he did. And, and the movie did a, a really awesome job, um, you know, kind of going through the, the process of the of, of. Yeah, I, I agree. You can see exactly. It's a it's a great example of of seeing why a person, a character, did a specific thing, um, and while you can never justify or agree with or uh, um, you know say ah you know I'll, I'll let it go this time, you can never really say that because of all the dirt that he did getting getting from point A to point B. But you can see why. He did that. And honestly, he, he even went out like a champion. He had the opportunity, you know, to be healed up. And he was like, what? what so I can sit sit in a cage now? You know, like you can lock me up for the rest of my life? Nah, just, you know, let me go. You know, let, let, put, put me in the ocean, you know, where, where my where my people before me, uh, you know, had to go during that trip. Um, it, was, it was a great, great, uh, really great pull uh, for the conversation. And um, 
you know, and, and again, uh, the when the topic came up, certain things just immediately come to mind. So I don't, I don't know if, uh, if Killmonger was like that for you, but for me, obviously, you know, uh, obviously certain ones come up instantly, and in this case, mine was Osmandius, and and yes. uh, and Watchmen. You know, here here he was again, and he he was maybe, arguably, the worst. You know, the the worst um, hidden villain. You know, he, he doesn't come. He, they don't slap you in the face. Page one, you're like, oh, the guy in purple and yellow, he's the bad guy. Um, you know, they make you work for it, so to speak. You gotta you gotta go through some pirate story. You gotta do a little bit of dirt. Um, you know, here and there, but ultimately, even though he did. Uh, arguably the worst things to get from point A to point B, um, you can completely see why he was doing this. And and I realize obviously again that the, the movie did make some changes um to the to the comic book uh, uh you know um uh you know story that, that um you know that that got it going and, and I'm I've I've seen a couple of the trailers for the upcoming uh series on HBO I have no idea what story they're telling on HBO. I mean, most of the characters not even recognizable to me. So clearly, I think it's a sequel. In, well, yeah, I was gonna say they're clearly not using the source material that I'm most familiar with. But ultimately, uh, Osmandius's, um, you know, motivation was was the same. You know, the movie version, if that's what you're familiar with, the comic book version, uh, you know, w- whatever. Uh, and especially, I love his approach, uh, even when even when he's like getting slapped around by the remaining Watchmen in his home turf, and his little genetically kitty is just dust and uh, you know memories. Um, he's like he's totally calm, cool, and collected. He's like, yeah, well, I'm sorry you didn't like my plan. I'm I'm sorry you thought that uh, I was outside the lines there, but yeah, I already did it. <laughs> it happened already. So sorry, it's on your beat. Take these big giant blue balls and get the hell out of my face because it's it's done. Um, just it's absolutely how awesome. Well crafted that finale is. Oh, so great! And also like the you know when somebody is like so it's almost it's almost the face they were able to catch it so perfectly. You know, in in four color panel form, it's the face on somebody. Who doesn't play poker very much, but they're staying in a hand, and you know they have no earthly or mathematical right to be in the hand. Still, there's far too much money in the in the pot, and you're like, look, dude, you 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 beat, you get go out of the game. Like, nah, I'll just stand. And they have that that slanted, you know that <laughs> that 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 look on their face. They're so smug about it. You're like, all right, man, I'm I'm gonna wipe you out. And then they flip their cards, and you know, fuck it, they didn't, they didn't get the, the perfect card on the flop, and they've been sitting there knowing what they know this whole time, and now you're wiped out. Mother Hubbard. Boy, oh boy, was that, <laughs> was that like such a perfect situation? And, uh, and you're, you know, he was, he was really right. I mean, at that point, and, and they did play around with the actual timeline uh, a little bit from what we know to be reality, but, you know, everybody was... Um, you know, it was real tribal mentality. Everybody was against everybody else. And he knew, uh, and, and again, there, there was a reason why they said, look, he's the smartest uh, human being alive on the planet. He knew that the only way to really, to get everybody in the same, to- same side would be to have an outside threat. Um, and again, in the movie, he made it, Dr. Manhattan was that thing, but... In the comics, it was you know it was a giant sushi restaurant escapee, but uh, <laughs> that that's that's not really here nor there. Um, the fact he it, it worked, and it's it's a rarity that they let the quote unquote bad guy win. Um, but even even though those results were what they were, I mean you can't you can't deny he 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 was right. Like he was right um, for the reason he did what he did, not what he did, but certainly the reason why. It be, I mean, it's not different than, than a lot of the, the paradoxes is that what, at what point does the evil you're doing outweigh the good you're creating, which is always sure. the, the, the argument that you were saying before. It's killer if a person kills a killer, there's just as many killers left. 
but there's that that famous meme with the Punisher. Be like, yeah, but mm. I'm gonna kill like a thousand bad mm. guys. So like, yeah, it's 999 less. You're yep. welcome. Not on this Netflix conflict, you won't, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna hit you with with my last one, which may All be right. controversial. Okay. Uh, but nice. the Empire. I'm in half the Star Wars already. Oh. The Empire is a. Uh, it was at one point an elected. The Senate turned sure, over true. power to the Emperor. They did. They did. To to I don't I don't care what led to it. I don't care that there was evil going on before. I'm not right. arguing if that Palpatine was right. Palpatine's a piece of wrinkly ball trash. <laughs> but the rebels, uh, as brilliantly presented in Rogue One, mm -hmm. they are uh, scoundrels and they're doing things for the right reasons the wrong way. Um, that you eventually they could have found a way to try to take power peacefully. Instead, they start an intergalactic civil war that cost <laughs> so many poor porkins. Got cooked up in space, um, and if it wasn't for a farm boy with with a, a knack for uh, for for making tight shots, um, <laughs> at one point that tight shot was directed towards his sister. But we'll get into that <laughs> at another time. Hey man, stuff in space, happens in, in deep space. Alabama of space. Um, <laughs> the the fact of the matter is the rebels were just that they were going against the government. They were trying to overthrow law and order. What did those stormtroopers do? That was, again, it's very easy to be like, yeah, like the Nazis were just following orders. But like, Or uh, American soldiers are given orders, and those brave men and women keep us safe. They, their job isn't to question. Their job isn't to, to make sure they have all the facts. Their job is to execute. And, That's uh, true. You know, they and, and you know what? I can probably help help you out a little bit on this thesis because... Um, no one can really say specifically that the stormtroopers did anything evil because the stormtroopers in maybe all of the movies, you know, even 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 the extended trilogies and the outside, they shot I don't know, let's say fifty thousand laser beams. They never kill anybody. <laughs> they don't hit. They don't hit anything. So Han Solo has killed more stormtroopers than stormtroopers have killed anything. <laughs> no, no, yeah. The <laughs> more people have died from like asphyxiation wearing a stormtrooper helmet than any stormtrooper has shot anybody. Like they just don't do it. You know, you know who else is a real <laughs> villain in the Star Wars extended universe? Whoever makes stormtrooper armor. Those oh, cheap yeah. bastards. Oh, just terrible. What exactly do those do? What? What is it? I, I just real know. quick. The I'm pretty I mean, sure honestly, any laser, including <laughs> their shitty lasers, can kill them. It's not the guns yeah. that are bad. Han Solo wielded a stormtrooper blaster as well as he did his weapon of choice. That's true. That's true. No, it's almost as if the singular purpose for stormtrooper armor is to fuck up your aim. <laughs> <laughs> because I've never seen it actually protect them from anything. Uh, clearly, it's hard to breathe in. You know, like we, we've heard as much from our heroes. Um, you know, I, that that's a good one. That's a good one. And and you know what? I, I know that we're rapidly running out of time. So I'm just going to real quickly throw this one out. And and I'll admit that this largely comes from really a, a, a singular uh, story arc, um, a graphic novel that I read that put it... Uh, that that put it. Oh, edit that out. Uh, it that, puts it in. No, it stays forever. <laughs> it it put um it put like the uh, the er uh, best uh that Marvel had to offer together, and it was a graphic novel featuring no one uh, else but Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange. Paging Doctor Doom, paging Doctor Strange. Please <laughs> report to the er immediately. Triumph and torment. Um. Well, what a what a great story! Now, Doctor Doom, he's as close to a megalomaniac, you know, terrorist, um, you know, uh, ter the tyrannical, uh, you know, just 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 the just, he's he, you know he's basically like if Joffrey had been allowed to live the rest of his 
<laughs> his tenure out on the Iron Throne and just at some point had slapped on an iron mask because he's like, eh, you know what? I don't have lips anyway. At least this will give me a little definition to my look. Um, <clears throat> Doctor Doom is very hard to defend almost all the time. You know, he, he think not only is he a son of a bitch, but he's also like, ah, you know what? Nobody is better for the world than me. Um, he, he's, <laughs> he actually seems kind of familiar in the U.S. political, uh, you know, <laughs> scene nowadays. But that all being said, the story takes Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange into hell itself. And they're duking it out with Mephisto and uh, they're not doing it for power. They're not doing it for domination of the of the realm. They're he's literally fighting for the soul of his dead mother. I mean, come give, give the guy a break. Look, I mean, the guy is you know the comic book version of the man in the iron mask. He wears he's clearly wearing a skirt. I mean, he's got a mumu you know just just <laughs> cinched at the waist with the world's largest belt he's wearing like a weightlifter's belt i mean he's he's not doing any crunches he's not he's doing any curls off his, come his, on his masculine side sir I, it's unbelievable uh he's got so many so many reasons to be a douchebag about his regular day but look i mean is there any more you know uh, honorable motive than than when someone says i would go to hell for you dr doom actually did it so you got to give him a little of a bit, a little bit of a break. What? What's a little bit of slavery here and there? You know, <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, you know, cut the cut the guy some slack. Um, but yeah, no, I just want to throw that one out there because that that is just not a story that you see all the time, boy. Yeah, that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a, a perfect way to end. I think anytime, <laughs> anytime you're doing bad stuff for 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 love of a mother I or mean, otherwise. What else is there, really? <laughs> Fan freaking fantastic! <laughs> All I know is I'm gonna go uh, thank my robotic overlords one more time. I'm gonna thank oh, yeah. Syndrome for his service. Um, I'm gonna give Doctor Doom a big old hug and maybe a magnet to attach to his dope, you know, knight's armor he wears. For God knows why. I don't know why. That's true. I don't think they ever explained it. He's like, I have this mask. Mm-hmm. Might as well have some dope sleeves. For the <laughs> CEO of U.S. Comics, I'm the CEO Word. of U.S. Comics. You can find us on all of our social media at Read U.S. Comics. We want to know who's your favorite villain that was right. Tweet us. Facebook us. Send us some some snail mail if you can find an address somehow. But you sure. probably can't, so don't do that. There's some skywriting. Smoke signals. And free, I would love a smoke signal. Uh, tell oh, us yeah. if you think we're crazy. Tell us if you think we're right. And we will see you <laughs> on the next Comic Book Day. We are U.S. Comic Book Cast. And you are not. Peace, Mother Trucker. Thank you, Google. <laughs>